something weird. Christmas gift is a old-fashioned greeting. It's hard to know how far back it goes, but probably around the turn of the century. The, the one oh, yeah, wait, I did see this. Wait, did you show me this? From you. From me. Yeah, I showed you. Okay, all right, yeah. Oh, I do have seen this recently. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and apparently it's like a Southern thing, which we both are, so. Of course. Uh, I, but I'd never heard of it. Like, I was. No. Nah. It was when I was, I guess I was looking at stuff for the for this podcast, and I came across that people would tell each other Christmas gift uh, instead of saying Merry Christmas or something. And part of I the of what happens is you you want to say it first so like whoever says it first in the day of like the day of christmas like doesn't have to give a gift or like what? gets an extra gift or something so like yeah, you got me you got me today <laughs> that's why you threw it in there right away <laughs> yeah i had to say it first so you owe me buddy and you know you, you it doesn't have to be a big like give me some walnuts you know something like that if you got a few extra in your stocking maybe a tangerine yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, whoever says Christmas gift first, it's kind of like calling shotgun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But with Christmas gifts, it's way better than shotgun. Yeah, I mean, shotgun, you just have to sit in front of the wagon with the shotgun, <laughs> which is what that is from, for those who scream shotgun without knowing why. Uh, Christmas gift is way better. Christmas gift is way better. Uh, and so whoever says it first, kind of like, yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's like a greeting, but people would go around, apparently, at least in some parts of the country, just saying it instead of Merry Christmas, like just on the street. Christmas gift, Christmas gift, Christmas gift. Yeah, I never heard it. So when, when, how long, when was it? I, I saw the Wikipedia. Like, I, you I know, around 19, at least around 1900, late 1800s Yeah, uh, right. is the guess. And some people still do it. Never heard of anybody. I does. never heard anybody do it. No, I'd, or maybe know. I haven't. I just thought they were crazy. Exactly. Maybe we have heard it and just yeah. didn't notice. And we're like, "What are you saying?" Or didn't even <laughs> register. It's like we'll notice it from now on. Like it's when when you hear something weird and then you notice right. after that. But yeah, if I ever get to go out in public again, I'm gonna I, do it. I'm gonna say it. Christmas gift. And so that's you know there is a war on Christmas because that's that's as traditional as you can get apparently, and no one's saying it. And no. you know this Merry Christmas stuff. Forget it. We need That's, to bring it back. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I mean, who says that? I'll tell you who. The seculars. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Christmas gift is what you're supposed to say. It has the word Christmas in it. No, it does, right? I mean, Merry Christmas says too, but what, whatever. <laughs> Christmas gift. This has the word Christmas and a and gift. gift. Yeah, so it's the yeah. two best things about Christmas. Christmas and also, and you know... You're, it's like a, it's like you're telling people what to do. Like, have a merry Christmas is just like, okay, well, I, I will or I won't. Christmas right. gift is something like tangible. <laughs> something weird. So this is, uh, it is this weird thing that's on the internet that is amazing and awesome and fun, <laughs> but totally weird. It is uh, audio archives of Kmart in-store music broadcasts from different years. Yes. And it's like, this is why God made the internet. Exactly. Right here. This is, like, this is so that we wouldn't lose nostalgia. <laughs> There's like history like this. Um, so it is literally like hours of <laughs> canned programming. You can't even just say music. Uh, right. Canned programming, programming that would just play on the speakers in Kmart. It's like an hour and a half loops usually. Uh, 
there are different years. There's like 74. The one that I'm going to link is 1991. Because mm-hmm. um, that would be, you know, when I was like 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just like a few years ago, this stuff showed up on, on Archive. And they started putting it on YouTube. And you can just go find the different years. Uh, again, I'll put it on like when I'm working. Um, it's it's a lot like just listening to like Christmas radio right now. But no commercials. Well, I mean commercials, but not like the stupid commercials on the radio. <laughs> like for and of course... Yeah, and, right. And you're cut off for whatever year it is. So, like, you're not going to hear anything from after 91 or after you're not 74. You're Mariah Carey. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so it's just like you'll have, like, a Beach Boy song, a Carpenter song. You might get the Boston Pops in there. It's like, stop by our infant department. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, then you might get, like, a, like, another song. And then you get, like, a Coca-Cola commercial to start blasting. <laughs> like, what's Kmart doing playing Coke commercials? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Don't miss anyone on your holiday gift list. Our fashion accessories department has gift-giving ideas for everyone. Looking for stocking stuffers? Stop by our hosiery departments where you'll find names such as Styles, Gatano, Legs, and McGregor. For the little ones, tights and booties can be found in our infants department. For all your holiday needs, Kmart is your holiday headquarters. Happy holidays, and thanks for shopping Kmart. Shoppers, the cold days and nights of winter are here. Be sure to visit our shoe department today, where you'll find great buys on a large selection of slippers for the entire family to keep their feet toasty warm. You'll find styles everyone will love. Women's washable scuffs and warm line booties, men's moccasins, kids' character slippers, and more. Keep your feet warm this winter in slippers from Kmart. They make great holiday gifts, too. And as always, thanks for shopping with us at Kmart. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, and they're like, all of a sudden they go like, please extinguish all smoking materials upon entering the store. It's like just this piece of history from the past. Something weird. So, something weird. Did you know that in actuality, Rudolph's red nose is probably the result of a parasitic infection of his respiratory system? No idea. <laughs> I did not know that. So there's a book is written by Roger Highfield. It's called The Physics of Christmas okay. from the Aerodynamics of Reindeer to the Thermodynamics of Turkey. That's the name of the book. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so it goes into like the science of, of Christmas. And so one of the things, of course, that he discusses is why Rudolph's nose would actually be red. Mm. Uh, and then uh, an article in the Irish Times kind of took his theory and, and, and explored it a little bit. Uh, and so apparently... Uh, reindeer are prey to like 20 or more parasites, right? They're specific to, to okay. just them. And so they do, they will get infections uh, from these parasites. And so it's like something um, with their noses that like it, it, when they, so when they breathe and their noses get warmer or whatever, it's something to do with the blood and the membrane and the warm air or something. I don't know. And so parasites tend to get into their nose yeah. and they tend to get infections. And so I guess that blood <laughs> uh, could, could rise up in their nose and actually appear to be red. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> so just so you know but when his nose is red does it glow um, and could it cut through a fog uh, or is it I just mean, red luckily luckily yes luckily it can, yeah. <laughs> i mean is it, it's a fortunate side effect how of bad of an infection infection is it? <laughs> look we're just lucky we're lucky that he had the parasitic we infection are lucky. In the sinuses. something weird uh, so Vic Berger is a video editor that people may or may not have heard of, uh, but he he's done a lot of <laughs> a lot of Trump videos. He's done a lot of like just 
He picks on just weird people like daytime talk show stuff, Steve Harvey. So <clears throat> one of the things he did, which has become a Christmas tradition in our house to watch, is he took uh, a Paula Dean family Christmas special <laughs> and just, you know, it, it, it's Paula Dean and her family, so they're already weird and stupid and <laughs> right. racist anyway. Uh, <laughs> but he, uh, he takes it and edits it, and the way Vic Berger works is he just does a lot. He loops things that he thinks are funny. He'll pick out a certain phrase or something and repeat it a lot. He'll, he does a lot of digital zooms um, and like dissolves and slowdowns and stuff. Um, but this particular part where Paula Dean is having a cookie party, Christmas cookie party with her family is the part that that we've been watching for years and years. I don't know how old, I can't remember how old this is now, but um, probably at least four or five years old. Um, so... <laughs> Again, there's no way to. You just have to watch it if you haven't seen yeah. it. And so, so it takes. You know, I guess just to describe it, it, yeah, it yeah. takes like the normal show where they're having like a cookie swap. I guess neighbors are coming over. Yes, and they're gonna have a cookie swap. <laughs> and her sons are kind of involved, and they're helping make cookies. And I guess one of them's recently married, so he's right. explaining to his wife about the cookie swap. Who's from another then, country? Yeah, right. And they're right. And there are kids. I guess the other son has kids outside. Yeah. And so yeah, so there's like all this action going on, but he's but he's looping things and doing the zooms, like you <laughs> said, and just to make it even stupider than it is. Yeah. Now I gotta tell you the hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all, hey y'all. Oh my, I was I was dying. Like I just <laughs> yeah. had to keep watching it, and so he does it like twenty times, but I kept rewinding it. And so <laughs> I, I heard the hey y'all like two hundred times because yeah. I had to watch it like ten times because I was cracking up. Uh, hey y'all. Where are my grand bowie? Hey, y'all. Where are my grand bowie? Are y'all eating cookies already? Look at Jack Dean. Ho, 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 y'all. Hey, y'all. So that that part, I hey, love the hey, y'all. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted, it's kind of like tracks. I just wanted to list the like the tracks that stand out. Okay. One is hey, y'all. Yeah, right. The other is her saying the word boys or grand boys. Boys. My boys. Boys. <laughs> Where are my grand boys? Boys. <laughs> and like most people who with southern accents, they make fun of each other's southern accent. I know my family used to do that. The other one that I say throughout the year is they're chewy, ooey, ooey, gooey, gooey. They're rich. Chewy. <laughs> they're chewy, ooey, gooey, gooey. They're rich. <laughs> That's good. Um... One of them is the, is the aunt or whatever she is out there going. <laughs> she says the dumbest line that you would hear at a family gathering. It doesn't quite make sense, but you know what she's meaning when she says, I just want to make sure 911 is close by. <laughs> That's right. They're ice skating. She's They're ice skating. They built play. an ice skating rink in the backyard. That's right. Um, this one isn't really a track, but it's just a dumb thing. Like he's explaining that a co- cookie swap is a tradition in America. Yeah. Is it? I, uh, I mean, like I've been to parties where people have brought cookies, but I've never heard right. of, like cookie swap. You bring this, and we're gonna swap. Yeah, I, he says it like it's like this great American tradition. Maybe rich people do it. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah, rich racists <laughs> like Paula Dean and company. Yeah, because you can't even say maybe the Southerners do it because we would know. You know? Right, maybe exactly. Southerners do it. Yeah, I, I never saw it like that. Not the way he wore it. All right. Well, there's two two more, and then we can get to the line. Uh, one <laughs> is uh, she asks, "Who wants to do Christmas lights?" 
And then they're like, yeah. And then she goes, great, great, said yes, yes. <laughs> so I guess it's like a great, great grandmother or something or grandfather who says yes, yes. Great, yeah, great, says know. yes, yes. And then the other thing that's funny is just that she, instead of pushing the button, she says mash the button. Mash the button. Yeah, which is what my family says also. <laughs> Mashing <laughs> mash something instead of pushing something. Okay. okay. So the line. I'll, I'll let you play the line. Okay. So, <laughs> here's what so it sounds. Here's the line. Everybody makes a different type of cookie. <laughs> but this is more of just to get together and eat cookies. No pocket cookies. No pocket cookies. No so the question is, what is he what saying is that? there? <laughs> yeah, uh, and you got you got some uh, answers, right? I got a couple guesses from some okay. people. Um, do you want to say yours first or no? Yeah, I think I okay. think he's saying now that's a good cookie. No, that's a good cookie. So it's okay. like, no, that's a good cookie. Okay, so this is in the middle of the, uh, they're, they're explaining to the one guy's wife, yeah. who's not from the country, that right. they do cookie swaps. <laughs> and, and Well, this is how the scene is set up here in this okay. clip, right? Okay. And so, yeah. And so, wh- what does he say right before it? <laughs> he says something. I don't know. Yeah, the other the brother and it's all And it's all edited to right, there and back, right. so you don't really exactly. know what actually follows, but... Okay, right, and so he's, yeah, so then he says that, that we just played. And so, yes. wait, you said you thought it was what? That's a good cookie? Now that's a good cookie. No Okay, so uh, Ron from the uh, from the uh, Christmas podcast Discord that we have, he said uh, he heard no fat and cookies. No fat and cookies. Because, yeah, because they're like something like you got to, you just got to make the, I don't remember. What it was. Yeah, yeah he said no fat, no fat and cookies. No fat and uh, cookies. No fat and cookies. So my my <laughs> wife Donna said she she didn't even hear cookies she heard no package or gift so like, oh. you know we're swapping cookies so it's like no package or gift no package okay. or no package right <laughs> um, Alana my daughter said milk chocolate cookie <laughs> <laughs> okay. milk chocolate cookie it makes sense. all right as much sense as anything my guess my guess is that he said. No faculty cookie. So this is cookies that you give to the faculty, like to teachers. So like he's not giving these teach he's not giving these cookies to teachers, like because I gotta waste they them. don't yeah. Yeah, exactly. Use them for the you, family, not for the Right. You eat these yourself. No faculty. These cookies. are so good. No faculty cookies. No faculty cookies. Right. <laughs> not the, right. That's not really what you think he says though, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, I mean that's what it sounded like. And then my brother, Todd, said <laughs> his guess is <laughs> His guess is no, no five for cookies. Like no high five. Like these cookies are so bad. I'm not <laughs> gonna get a high five. Yeah, it's I'm not gonna high five you. No Right. Something weird. Uh, it's on Twitter, <laughs> and it may be other places, but I found it on Twitter. Uh, it's called the Hallmark Holiday Movie Bot. Uh, and yeah, it's some dude who. <laughs> He programmed in some, like, I don't know how he did it exactly. I don't know how you make bots on Twitter or whatever. But it's this thing that, like, generates Hallmark uh, holiday movie titles and plots. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and so, yeah, a lot of them, if you if you look a lot of them, they kind of repeat. Uh, so it definitely does have a made-by-a-robot feel to them. <laughs> uh, they, they kind of have, like, a template 
and even like certain words. So I guess he plugged in a lot of certain words or something, or maybe plugged and in some up, like yeah. plots and saw what would come out. Um, but you know, it, it's it's kind of a fun thing to look at, I guess, especially if you watch Hallmark movies, like I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me. So okay, so I wrote down four of these um, bot generated uh, plot descriptions. So the title of the okay. first one is "Dreamy Christmas Carol." <laughs> It's a quick-tempered soccer parent, hates holidays, loses purpose in life, skates into forgettable business person who pursues her when they quit pretending that they like reading books. <laughs> That's insane, yeah. but I can see it. Here's another. I, earlier we had the Mystical Menorah card. This one's the Mystical Menorah Light. Uh, oh. So another Hanukkah special. Uh, slith- yeah. And I, pick, I, I wrote this one down because it was just so special has some specific references that were weird. Slytherin bike messenger, like Harry Potter, Whoa. takes the plunge, yeah. drinks flavorful Folgers, <laughs> lends, a, <laughs> lends a hand to, pro, to protective songwriter who annoys her until they successfully get Santa to stop global warming with an endless winter. Yeah, No, I mean, this is that's good. Predictable secret. Widowed book publisher gives up old life, decides to reconcile with estranged father, Ask out testy sleigh driver who dislikes her until they break down and pay for Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, up until the Disney Plus part, that pretty much. That's why I picked that one. So like the rest of it sounded like okay, this sounds like a real one, and then they break down. And I wonder why he's throwing in weird stuff like Harry Potter and Disney Plus. That's weird. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, no, that could that could be a movie. That's I would believe you. <laughs> that's a movie. All right, yeah. and then the last one, Dreamy Tree Lit Bride. <laughs> <laughs> a, a shy race car driver curses romance, moves to Santa Claus, Indiana, returns wallet to forgetful weightlifter who jilts him before they're asked to help an old woman find what channel Jeopardy is on. Something weird. I started hearing this idea of this Christmas sandwich, and so it's, it's I guess, just not here, not in America. And so it's, it's in England is where I keep seeing it. Um, in the UK, it's, it's the Christmas sandwich. And... Um, Apparently, and, and look, I could be wrong. I'm going to send this to some of my, my British friends who aren't listeners of this show, but I'm going to ask them yeah. uh, if they want to chime in. So maybe next week we'll have some feedback about this um, from some actual sources. But <laughs> yes, I am under the impression okay, that you can walk into any um, grocery store mm-hmm. and or coffee shop and that they each have their own each year special versions of this sandwich that they call the Christmas sandwich. Okay. And so um, they are just any, so, okay. So you know, like how people make, and it's all over social media today, uh, the Thanksgiving leftover sandwich, right? Okay. Have you seen that? There's a specific thing. It's not just the leftover turkey or whatever on bread. So they make a sandwich out of whatever. So whatever stuffing, turkey, cranberry, whatever they have, they make a sandwich out of it. Okay. Okay. And so it's sort of that concept. And um, and in fact, we Donna pulled up a video, and it was a guy who wrote a song about the Christmas sandwich. (laughs) But he was he was filming this video at his house, and he was literally he, he was British, but he was literally singing about sort of this Thanksgiving leftover sandwich that Americans make. And he was just like, everything we got, I throw it on the sandwich. Um, I'll try to find it and put it. I'll play it at the end of the show. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's basically saying, you know, whatever meat I had, whatever we had, we just threw it on the sandwich, and it's awesome, and I love it. And, and that, But, again, he sort of was representing, like, if you cook at home, what I'm talking about, this Christmas sandwich that I keep seeing, 
it seems like it comes out around this time of year and just like all through the holiday season, you can go to any grocery store and, and get their like special version. Uh, and if I'm doing the conversion right, the conversion rate correctly. Yeah. Their sandwiches are between three and five pounds. So for us, you're talking between like five and eight bucks, right? Yeah. Which which is fine. I mean, if you're going to go eat lunch, uh, they seem to be a, a, a big lunch thing. And so I guess if you're going to go out and eat lunch, you grab one of these sandwiches. So uh, I'm going to go through and tell you some of the options. So, for example, Starbucks in the UK, this year their special one is called the one with the gravy layer sandwich. <laughs> so okay. obviously this is a play on like a Friends, Friends. Uh, episode title, right? Yeah. But I looked it up, and so they only the only thing I can see that they have here is it's called like the holiday panini or something, and it's just like turkey and cheese. It's just like a turkey sandwich, okay. any other, you know, and but they're calling it the holiday panini. This thing that they have in the UK, so it has uh, pulled turkey with chestnut sage and onion stuffing, yeah, cranberry sauce on melted bread, and um, I don't know. Any anyway, there's like a layer in the middle of bread that was like soaked in gravy. So okay. it's like a three-layer sandwich. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to eat this, but yeah. what I'm saying is these people are going through a lot more effort to celebrate Christmas in a sandwich <laughs> yes. than what I see here. I walk into Kroger, and I don't see any of this imagination going on. You know, no. It's like the deli's just sitting there, but they're not. Uh, so let's see. This one, this place called Costa, uh, their one this year is called the Lobster Toasty. Mm. And it comes lobster with toasty. lobster yeah, lobster, uh, I don't know, some kind of sauce, but it's, yeah, it's just like a lobster sandwich. Um, you know, they're all colorful. They all have, like, green vegetables. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's Christmas and a sandwich. Sure. It's ridiculous. Why don't we have this? We need, that's well. My main, that's my main problem. This is So it's not weird that it exists. It's weird, A, that you and I don't know about it. And it's weird that we don't have it's this. It's weird that it doesn't exist here. Right. We, we celebrate Christmas. We have that's everything else Christmas. Yeah, well, that's the thing, is that they know Americans won't walk into a store and buy something with, like, chestnut dressing in the same. You know, <laughs> Maybe that's like, it. Yeah. En- yeah. England's not known for their good food, exactly, so, uh, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. But, I mean, we, you know, it's just not chicken nuggets. I don't know how much <laughs> That's right. Sell, you know. We're not known for our good food either, but just in a different <laughs> right. way. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are just turkey and bacon and cranberry sauce and some kind of, you know, mixture of that. Um they a lot of them offer seem to offer a version of pigs in the blanket Christmas mm. sandwich. Oh, now we're talking. Which, yeah, which is very weird. So like I'm looking at which one, is not a sandwich, uh, of course. Well, but they put it on bread. <laughs> so, put, on, so this is uh, they wrap the hot dog in a pills in like a Pillsbury type roll. So these are it, like sausages wrapped in bacon. Okay, and they're sitting on like a bed of cranberry sauce. Yeah. And then, uh, so they're on a bun, and then there's like a, I don't know, some kind of yellow sauce on top. Um, a mustard mayo, it says. Uh, hmm. Caramelized onion chutney. I mean, like, it, it just sounds like legit food, is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's too much food do, to be a sandwich. <laughs> well, but, it's, but it just sounds like, you know, it's, it's special. It sounds like something that you might celebrate lunch, you know, really into Christmas. I don't know. Something weird. Kurt Cameron yeah, saving Christmas. Oh yeah. Have you seen it? No. no. Okay. Why would I? I'm not like you. I can't okay. put myself through that. Okay. Unless it's Christmas shoes, you know. <laughs> now it was, it was funny. I, I went. I went and looked at my. You know, because whenever I watch a movie, I usually post like a little mini review on Facebook just 
to be stupid. Right. I, I gave it a three out of five. <laughs> the first line was something like, "Do it. Is this a good movie? Trick question. This, this barely qualifies as a movie because <laughs> it it is weird. And I'll I'll, yeah. I'll just kind of give you a rundown of <laughs> of why it's weird. I mean, I guess everybody who knows anything about Kirk Cameron knows he's a weirdo. <laughs> um, so this is Saving Christmas. Came out in 2014. I was kind of obsessed with it even before it came out because he kept putting. <sighs> He kept putting these like online, like, they look like memes kind of, but they're little um, <laughs> little graphics uh, that were promoting the film. And they're all, they were all just weird. I was like, what in the world is this about? There's like this thing about Santa Claus and like everything you thought about Santa Claus is wrong. And like stuff about like, look at your, look at your Christmas tree. Look at the presents. What do you see? may not be what you think. And I'm like, what in the world is this movie? So <laughs> I finally watched it. And you can watch it too. It's free on YouTube. Wow. <laughs> so it's sitting there right now. Yeah. Um, when it first came out, it was like the n- number one lowest on the IMDb for I don't know how long. And Kirk Cameron got mad about it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember all that. Yeah. I mean, it still has a 0% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> um, 30% audience score. So, you know, a whole, whole 30% for that. I mean, some of that's you, though. So, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I, I, I didn't add to any of that. <laughs> no, I, I, I'll say I don't, I don't like this movie, but I'm fascinated by it, if that makes sense. Um, so you think it's going to be like a, oh, let's put Christ back in Christmas kind of movie? You know, like people have to, but it's, it ends up being weirdly the opposite of that. Because the whole premise of this movie is if you're upset about the commercialization of Christmas... And about it not being centered around Jesus anymore, or maybe you're worried about like you know Christmas gotten too gaudy or too material or too commercial, you know all all these like you know concerns you might have, especially if you're Christian. Um, Kurt Cameron says, "No, no, no, forget all that. <laughs> it's all fine. It's fine." <laughs> and that's the that's the whole premise of the movie. Like here's and here's the way it works. Um, the the thing, uh, the the so-called narrative is his brother-in-law is bummed out because he's at a Christmas party. It's, it's, he and his wife are throwing a Christmas party. Really, his wife's throwing it. They're in this huge house. They have these, you know, gaudy decorations everywhere. It's, it's, like a, it's worse than a John Hughes house. They've got two industrial-sized refrigerators. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which is like, okay, just to give you an idea. And I think it was actually Kurt. I, I think it was, was it his Kurt, house? I think it's his house. There, well, that would make sense. So I think he, like he's just showing off his house. All right. <laughs> uh, if it's not his, check out my other fridge. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Where's that pudding? Oh, it's not in this fridge. Let me look at my <laughs> other one. Because I mean, yeah. I mean, the fridge is enormous, and then there's two of them side by side. <laughs> okay, so the premise is the the brother-in-law is sitting there and he's bummed out, and then he he goes off outside, and Kirk Cameron goes out, and they sit in the car. So the whole movie takes place. <laughs> in the car and they're just talking to each other you know they show like it turns into like a mini documentary too uh but okay so the brother's like i'm I'm bummed out you know this does this isn't about jesus i mean there's a tree in there and that's pagan and that has nothing to do with jesus and like everybody's like doing all these presents and we spent a fortune and it's like this has nothing to do with my religion or anything and kirk cameron i wrote down the line because he listens to him you know, patiently, and then he looks at him with that smarmy Kirk Cameron face and goes, he goes, you're wrong. 
about everything you just said. And then the guy says, well, I said a lot. He says, yeah, and it's all wrong. <laughs> everything, everything you see there, it's all about Jesus. And you're spoiling the whole thing, not just for your wife, but for everybody inside your house. <laughs> so he's like, the guy's having like a legitimate concern. And you right. watch it and you go, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right, dude. And then Kirk Cameron's <laughs> like, you're all wrong. Okay, you're so wrong. here's how he explains why he's all wrong. He like goes through each thing and says, here's what all this stuff means. He's like, okay, the Christmas tree. It's like Garden of Eden. You know, that was a tree and like there was fruit on the tree and look at your ornaments. They kind of look like fruit, right? <laughs> and then like Jesus ended up on a cross like a tree, right? All right. And, 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 and some of them get even stupider. Like he says, God created trees. So Christmas trees are fine. <laughs> and then he actually says, you're all these, you know, you've got these huge nutcrackers you spent a fortune on in the house. They're kind of like Herod's soldiers during the slaughter of the innocents. <laughs> and then so he goes, weird. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, Santa Claus, you know, he doesn't take away from Jesus. It's like St. Nicholas used to, <laughs> he used to beat up non-Christians. And so that <laughs> makes him cool. That's what he said. He's like, he would, he would beat up the heretics. And then the other guy's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Santa Claus was awesome. Oh, man. And, Did uh, Kirk Cameron write this? I don't remember. He didn't even write it. I, I think it's probably one of those things where he like came up with the ideas and he got somebody to do the screenplay, <laughs> such <laughs> as it was. But, I mean, you could tell it all just comes from his brain. Right. And, <laughs> but the thing he says about, like, he says, crouch down, look at all those presents under your tree. You've got these ton of presents that you were bummed about because, you know, you spent thousands of dollars on them. What does it kind of look like, though? Kind of looks like the city of Jerusalem, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Exactly yeah, city like of that. Jerusalem. And he says, because God took material form in the form of Jesus, then it's okay to have material things and focus on expensive gifts. Oh, geez. So, so that's so... <sighs> so it's like, I so guess Kirk it's like Cameron a, wants his two fridges. Yeah, Kirk, Gam Kirk Cameron... Is yeah, it's a justification for his two refrigerators. Ah man, it's like, yeah, it's it's kind of like he must have had this crisis at some point, and right. then like backwards, um, <laughs> rationalized yeah. why that was okay. Something weird. Frosty the Slaw Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, what? <laughs> okay. I didn't send you a picture of this Good. on purpose, Rusty, yeah. because I don't like giving my friends nightmares. No. I mean, you know, like, I don't want to... I'm going to post it, and you're going to see this guy who is the most frightening-looking snowman that you've ever seen in your life. And that's because he's made out of coleslaw Slaw. that you mold in your refrigerator if you live in 1958, right. I guess. And so I have here an ad... From Hellman's Mayonnaise that is going to tell you all about Frosty the Slaw Man that I'll post. And, of course, the, uh, the, the, the at the top it says, Welcome, new man in your life, Frosty Slaw Man with that Hell Man. <laughs> I think the emphasis is on the Hell. Yes, I think so. So there's a whole little story. It makes it look like it, underneath the demonic snowman of coleslaw, there is a whole little story that says... He's sure to be your steady. Who could resist him? Taste him. Ah, he's got a heart of helmets. Oh, gross. I'm just, all right, let me skip to the ingredients. Okay. So to make your slaw man. I'm guessing right? mayonnaise is, is an yeah. ingredient. 
You need six envelopes of gelatin, some cold water, three cups of mayonnaise, uh, some salt, some salt. Here's here's my favorite part: three pounds of cottage cheese. Ew. <laughs> oh, and then two medium heads of cabbage. Heads, heads of cabbage. Yeah, you know, like heads of lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're gonna chop up your uh, your cabbage, right? Okay. You're going to put your gelatin in cold water. Uh, you're going to put the hot water over it, right? Because you're yeah. making it like jello. Sure. All right. Then you're going to mix that with <sighs> mayonnaise, salt, and cottage cheese. And then you're going to put the cabbage into that. Okay. So this is gross. Okay. Now, for the head, you're going <laughs> to. You pack a pound of it, I don't know, into one of the cottage cheese cartons. And you stick that in your fridge so that you're coleslaw mashup stuff can turn into his head <laughs> and then for the body you're basically doing the same thing in a big bowl right so anyway, so you, you take it out and you put it together and you got this you put olives on it and he looks like a monster <laughs> but he's coleslaw <laughs> olives for, for eyes and stuff yeah his buttons and his, his eyes now in this picture it looks like his it looks like his pipe is a carrot maybe and the smoke is like you know, spinach or something green. Um, his nose is a tomato. His mouth is like a bell pepper little slice. And his head, I mean, his hat is the top of a red bell pepper. <laughs> he is a frightening beast is what he is. Like, like if he came walking, at, like on our horror podcast, we used to say like, man, I'm not scared of like Chucky. You know, like I kick him like he's a doll. You just right, kick exactly. Him. If this little coleslaw snowman <laughs> came walking down my hallway, I'd scream and run and jump out the window like there was a fire. Like, if you did kick him, you'd just get your foot stuck. Yeah, exactly. It's three pounds of cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> the slaw man. Just the name itself. <laughs> Frosty? The sl- yeah. Now, put the, yeah. put the disclaimer on this episode that you might be grossed out and want to skip. <laughs> I want to get a bad review. Yeah, don't get that. Tell that, tell that guy specifically. You like that? <laughs> Skip to the end of this one. Oh man, and they've got him surrounded by like meats and cheeses and mustards and all kinds of stuff. It's a now, whole display. Is, is this from the fifties? Yeah, it yep. have to be. Yeah, yeah. It's and from they the would 50s. have they would have sincerely thought it was a good. Somebody would read that. Again. By God, that does look good, <laughs> honey. I mean, honey, can you make this for us for Christmas Eve? <laughs> sure, if you're not too jealous. <laughs> well, I, he is a very handsome slaw man. Did you hear we're going to have a slaw man at the party this year? Oh, is slaw man going to be here? Do you eat the slaw man with a fork? Or, like, I don't see any, like, crackers or anything. I mean, no, you just, you just dive. You just, you just, you just <laughs> put your mouth on his head. <laughs> oh. Take I wonder that. if everybody just stands around with forks or, or just. <laughs> maybe you stick your hand in, like, his belly. And you just get some out. You know what we need? I suggest that everybody throw a big Christmas party this year and have a Frosty the Snowman slaw man <laughs> and stand around eating it very close together. You're trying to get herd immunity. Yeah, that's yeah. What you're trying to, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get. It's the only yeah. way. It's the only way out of this thing. See, <laughs> the slaw man's the ticket. Slaw man's gonna save us all. What would you do? Like, imagine I was rich, right? Yeah, and and I had the money to do this, but like Kurt Cameron, I put together a slaw man, <laughs> yeah. and I sent it in like a dry ice pack to your door, Ew. and then like Carrie opens it up, and you're like, oh look, Mike sent us a slaw. I think you can't afford not to do that. 
<laughs> I know. You're rich enough. How do you go, I'm going to sell some records just to do this. Yeah. Do that thing where you sell a bunch of used records instead of giving them to a band, you put it toward sending me a Frosty <laughs> the Slow Man. Do I have any Will Smith CDs anywhere? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you must. Uh, somewhere. It's frightening. I, I can't wait to send you this now. I couldn't send it to you before because... Yeah. I'm just as soon as you said it, I just had this image in my head of like this walking, talking, slow or like slow moving, just <laughs> man, yeah. So like, yeah, if I ever make a horror short, that's what I need to do is the slaw man, slaw man, the slaw man cometh. <laughs> like, yeah, like you tell your kids, like if you don't go to bed on Christmas Eve, the slaw man's gonna come. <laughs> <laughs>